Fight for the rebound. Melendez has it. The Alana can run out the clock. Melendez dribbles all the way under the basket. Dribbles back to midcourt. Crowd on its feet. Victory, Illinois. Over Wisconsin by 10 and five in a row over the Badgers. How do you like that? Hughes turn around. Perhaps the sky isn't falling on the Illini. Illinois getting their first Big Ten win of the year at the State Farm Center here today. 79-69. Welcome in Fasteners Etc. postgame show here on News Talk 1493.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Illini getting back to business. Handing Wisconsin their first loss in Big Ten play this year. We want to hear your thoughts on today's game. First, our rapid reaction brought to you by Cozad Asset Management for over 45 years, striving to serve financial needs and build lasting relationships with clients. We welcome in Mike Latulip helping us break this thing down and uh, wasn't too complex. You, you, you play fundamental basketball, you take care of it, you hit some shots, Illinois gets the win. That's what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That looked like a group of guys that believed in what they're capable of, not only individually, but as a unit, right? When you let go and you immerse yourself into what's required of you within the confines of what the team is looking to accomplish, that takes trust, right? And over the past few months, that trust was not there. And today you saw that. And I and I, I don't want to overreact to one win, but this should give you some affirmation, man, because now you can make the distinction. How did you feel after Vegas? I'm talking about the players here. How did, mm. What was that taste in your mouth? How did you feel the last month? How did you feel after today? And what was in common? It works, man. Like, it works. You trust each other. It, it works. So... Man, that was a that looked like a mature group today. That was a, a great bounce back there. Yeah, don't want to overreact, but that that was an encouraging win on both ends of the floor. Most of all, the guys that you needed to step up and be the guys were the guys, and that's Terrence Shannon Jr., Coleman Hawkins hitting shots, taking care of the ball, and Illinois gets the win. That's our rapid reaction brought to you by Cozad Asset Management. We want to hear you. Give us a call on the fan line, 217-356-9397, or text the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Fasteners, etc. Postgame show up next. I guess the only bad news is no McNuggets today. The following program is an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS, along with Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS, Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations. Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics. News Talk 1400 at 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Now it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Fasteners Etc., your partner in inventory management. Call us with your thoughts, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now, your hosts for the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show, Evan Kahn and Mike LaTulip. Gets it inside is Shannon, cuts down the lane, up and in. Terrence Shannon attacks the rim. Illinois inbounds under their own basket. Shannon, pull up from 15, it's good. Oh, Terrence Shannon hot early. He's got eight. He's got eight of Illinois' ten. Terrence Shannon Jr. finishing with a game-high 24 points. Got it going early. Had some foul trouble, had to sit out, came in the second half. Took back over, hit some free throws down the stretch, and Illinois gets a double-digit win over the number 14 Wisconsin Badgers, 79-69. You heard the numbers from Gene. I don't know, my phone broken? I need a vibe check. Give us a call, 217-356-9397. Text the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 
888-528-5357. Evan Kahn, Mike Latulip here with you breaking it down. And Mike, it, it honestly didn't look all that different from an X's and O's standpoint from Wednesday to today. A- a- am I crazy? No, you're not crazy. It's just the the difference. And that's I think I said this maybe two days ago was, you know, the, the focus should be less on scheme, right? Like it's, it's not about scheme. It's not about, we got to do this or tinker with this. Once you get this group, you know, believing in those things, believing in each other, believing in what they're capable of trusting each other, then all that stuff tends to take care of itself because you're doing those things. If you don't do those things, then there's really no scheme that can overcome that. So when you play with toughness, when you play with effort, these things can happen. And I will say what I saw from this group today was a group that was doing all the right things without any guarantees. So let me, I mean, let me explain that when you make a pass, you make a pass knowing that there's no guarantee that you'll get it back. Right. When you make, when you make a cut, there's no guarantee that you're going to get the ball for a layup. When you crash the glass, there's no guarantee that you're going to crash the glass and get the rebound. You just do it because that's what's required. You don't do it because there's a result, right? And when you just play with that type of effort and you just and you just you're just a basketball player. You're playing. And this is and once you do that, then the talent starts to get amplified. And the teams that have talent, the teams that are skilled, those are the teams that start to scratch and claw towards that ceiling. Right? We saw a glimpse of this team getting back towards, hey, how can we cap this team out? Right? Because they were doing that over the past month. And today you saw I this is a step forward. I'm not I'm not hand. Obviously, we're not handing them the Big Ten regular season here. But I guess the the last point that I'll make is the adversity that this team has faced is really the epitome of what winning championships. Why that's so rewarding? Because if you could overhaul an entire team and replace eighty six percent of scoring, go into and just go and win a championship with with no ups and downs, then what does winning really mean? Like what? What does that mean when when this team won a championship last year, when Trent Frazier won a tr- championship last year, when DeMonte won a championship, what does everyone do? They talk back to, man, Trent was there when it was dark, right? Trent, oh man, he fought all the way and they won this. And that's why you see tears in Trent Frazier's eyes because he you go through something, man. <laughs> and you go through something together. So, I, you know, like, like I said, don't want to overreact, but... Um, this is it, to see them turn around and, and pull themselves out of this and 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 put a, put forth a showing like this today is great. Now I want to see it in Lincoln, because at home ranked team, great. We we probably know like if you don't, if you don't bring it today, like I'm not sure you have a pulse. But you know weekday in Lincoln, that's that's toughness, man. That's toughness. So I'm, I'm ready to see that one as well. Yeah, it's 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 never going to be easy. But I I thought just the, the biggest change here today, like you're saying, the, just the the mental approach that the Illini took. Being at home helps. It, it, it's nice to have fifteen thousand people b- behind you cheering you on. But they played from behind a lot of the first half, but they were hanging in there. Didn't get too high. Didn't get too low when when things weren't going well. Wisconsin was doing what they were what they do right. They were holding you at arm's length. That five seven point lead. They're they're getting fouls, and, and you don't panic. You just trust in the the process and the system, and uh, it, it worked out. Illinois hit some shots too, by the way, here today. Fifty three percent from three, as well as almost 80% in the second half from the free throw line. They get their first win of the Big Ten season, and we go to the fan line, 217-356-9397. Simeon's breaking open the fan line. Hey, Simeon. I'm glad to break open the fan line. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> yeah, I feel it a little better, huh? Yeah, I feel a lot better. I was crying in my cornflakes the last time, so I'm I'm, I'm very pleased um, with today and, and the effort that I saw. Um, I saw um, what I had seen in the uh, UCLA and the Texas game. Harris, when he's on it, he can be a handful for the opposing point guard. Chucky had a hard time with him. Um, he he scored more against uh, Epps and uh, when we lost him a few times. But uh, when Harris is on, he, he can be tough. I uh, wanted to ask you and Mike as well, um, they wanted to – do inside out with danger, but it didn't seem like it was really uh, um, 
uh, going uh, with that, and then they ended up ultimately going small. So I wanted to get you guys' comments on that. I was glad to see Coleman hit the threes, but I still would like to see him mix it up and go to the basket sometime. Um, uh, RJ is still in a slump. I hope he'll come out of that soon. And if you guys have any, uh, can give me any insight on the sky situation, I'd like to hear that as well. Um, and then I'll be quiet, and uh, uh, hopefully I'll hear from some other Illini uh, fans out there. Hey, thanks for the call as always, Simeon. You can ring in if you've got some thoughts, and and I'll just I'll just start from the bottom, and Mike, you can take over. But everybody was a positive for the Illini today in the plus minus. I I, I don't think anybody was a, a a negative. And RJ, you, you want to see his shot get going? I thought the possession where he hit his shot that was huge because he missed a shot in that exact same possession. So the confidence is staying there. He's still gonna shoot it when when he's got the shot. You like to see that. Uh, the the freshman I thought sincere Harris was a huge difference maker. He had the best plus minus. Chucky Hepburn just <laughs> bothering him like no other, having him dribble it off his own foot and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I, I I would just say top to bottom, I, I thought everybody played their part. Yeah, agreed. And Simeon, you mentioned Dane. Uh, you know, a lot of times it's it's tough because you you put in these spread concepts, and when you say you want to play inside out through Dane, which they did a little bit in the first half. Those spread concepts are always going to drag him out towards that pinch post up towards the elbow. So naturally he's going to be pulled out a little further. And I think what you just kind of ended up seeing was, hey, we're really difficult to guard when Coleman Hawkins is shooting it well because the pressure that that puts, hey, we're going to put Coleman at the five. We're going to put him in that pinch post spot. So now when we skip and if Terrence wants to come off dribble handoffs and ball screens like he did today, and I think I tweeted about it, but I talk about eating up that space, and that's not letting that defender have a clear path over that screen to cut you off. If you eat up that space and you're coming off shoulder to shoulder with Dane, if you're coming off shoulder to shoulder with Coleman, what ends up happening is they have to trail now, and if they have to trail, then the helping big has to stay, the tag man has to stay, and now you got these open shots, and that's all just from attention to detail and toughness with the basketball that Terrence had. So I think they, they the emergence of Coleman – and being able to step out at the five and those pick and pops, I think that's why they rode with him. And Dane, I know it wasn't his best offensive game, but you know what I'm starting to continue to see that opponents don't like doing? Trying to score over Dane Danger. Like even even on the defensive end, I know, what, like I said, it wasn't great offensive output, but shoot, he had three blocks today and he altered probably 12 more. And that's he's just become so much better in drop coverage. He was already good. He had a good base to begin with, but... He just continues to improve in that area. So even if he's not doing a ton offensively, you still like the fact that he's able to do those other things on, on the defensive end. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, game by game, it's going to it's going to switch. But first and foremost, like it's it's Terrence being assertive, being aggressive, getting into the paint. You're 10 for 19 from three today or whatever it is. And, you know, that, is that sustainable? Probably not. But open looks, if you can create them, are sustainable. You give yourself a higher per- a chance to make those shots. And then the last thing I'll say is Matthew Meyer. I, I I was, you know, he falls asleep on defense sometimes. We know that. But offensively today, I was really impressed with him. Because I think it's a good lesson for him to learn. It's like, hey, man, you'll get your way to double figures without having to force a single thing. You're 6'8", you're 6'9". Run the floor, you get a three in transition. We'll run some sets for you. We'll enter it. You'll have a mismatch down low. Layup. You make three or four free throws, cool. You're at 10, man. You're good. <laughs> like, you don't need to go rogue. You don't need to be a ball stopper. You, you just do what you do and play at the level you're capable of. I saw a lot of trust from him today. And he's one of the guys over the past few weeks who didn't seem to trust a lot of people on the offensive end. It was, let me get this up, my turn. And I'm not sure what happened in the past couple of days, but that was a, a really, really big step forward for him as well. All right. Well, uh, I appreciate that. Um, any uh, Anything that you guys know about the Sky situation? I was really shocked when I saw that. Um, I think it's all, all I, I, yeah, I think speculation. It's, it's gonna be, yeah, it's always going to be tough to – you're not in those locker rooms. But what I do know is you're talking about a kid that – and let's start by saying that that's a – Sky's a really good kid. Like really, really, really good kid. And when you're fighting back from an injury – a major injury like Sky is, and you're trying to get back to the player that you were, you already have that battle with yourself. And now there's some turmoil 
with the team, there's some losing and, and that can become a lot. And I know there's probably certain people that are listening. It's like, ah, oh, just, Hey, come on, fight through it. It's a different age, man. Like that, your failures are amplified. Your failures, you know, you are, it's not just, Hey, you're, uh, you know, maybe a fan yelling something from the stands. If you, if you are active on social media, there's a lot of people saying a lot of things about you and I get it. It comes with the territory, but these are still 18, 19 year old kids. And how you how you don't internalize that, that's hard. So I can't speak on exactly what it is, but I, I do know that um, you know we always have to be respectful of you know people and what they're going through, and just even just mentally. And if it's a family thing, we're obviously wishing the best. And um, you know I, I'm confident that that Sky's gonna gonna come back and um, should be refreshed and, and rejuvenated. And I think it really kind of I really I really think it brought this team together today and maybe that had something to do with it because i think you everybody gets tied up in their own stuff right you're oh god nba they, uh, like and then you realize like man we're all people and let's play for each other so you know i think there's i don't know if there's a direct correlation but i don't think it's a coincidence appreciate well, the call oh go ahead Simeon. i, I was just going to say i hope um this will build some positive momentum and we'll go on a a winning streak here. So uh, ILL. That's all, that's all I can say. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks, Simeon. Got to got to remember what got you to those wins, as always. Okay, we go back to the fan line. They're coming in now. Jackson's ringing in. Hey, Jackson. Hey, um, do you guys think that Jane Epps will start after this game, and with the absence of Sky Clark? Ooh, it's a good question. Sincere Harris has started the the last three games in that I don't know. I guess you could call it that that one position. But Jay Nepps, fifteen points off the bench here today. Yeah, I think he he could. I think he certainly could. The reality is, and we've talked about this before, you always want to have balance in your rotations. Now, if you if you bring Sincere off the bench, between Sincere. And Ty Rogers and kind of the way RJ's playing right now, like what scoring, like what what change up do you have off the bench? I know Sincere's, you know, will breathe some energy into you and, and defends, but um, I I wouldn't be surprised if they stick with Epps coming off the bench. I mean, like, hey man, I, it's not like his role changes. I mean, he's still I mean, played twenty nine minutes today. Yeah, he played twenty. He plays starters minutes. I, I think it's just a, it's a good way when you play your second unit when you put your second unit in you have some balance to it. And it's not, hey, let's sub out our three guys. Now we have no scoring. Or now we have to ride a, one guy a little bit longer because we want to try to balance it mid-game. I think this is a natural way to bring him in. And he came in at like the 18-10 mark today. So <laughs> if it's if it's kind of ugly early, then they'll do it. But um, And I know this can be a trigger word, but Andre Curbelo, in his freshman year, there were a lot of people that were really clamoring for him to start. And... Underwood just kind of stuck with it because it was just a good change up off the bench. He brought a different pace, and I think that's what Epps brings too. So uh, he's proven Underwood's proven that it's worked in the past. And um, that said, I still wouldn't be surprised to see at some point Jaden Epps is is starting. Hey, thanks All for right, the thanks, call. Thanks, Jackson. Appreciate it. You can ring in on the fan line two one seven three five six nine three nine seven. Text also coming in on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. We'll get to them. But first, we will go back to the fan line one more time. Jeff is with us. Hey, Jeff. Hi, guys. Uh, how you doing? Um, I'm kind of uh, speechless here. I had a very slammed schedule today, and I really just tuned in in time to hear Brian's recap. Um, and um, I, after the, uh, the uh, Bethune-Cookman game, I uh, spoke to your colleagues, and I said, you know, I don't want to be a downer here, but uh, there's kind of an elephant in the room, I think, and it is, does Brad have this team or has he lost it? And, uh, you know, we kind of kicked it around and we said, well, you know, it looks like uh, you can not worry about that. And I said, great, you know, I'll uh, I'll take you at your word, but if we lay an egg against Northwestern, well, you know, so obviously I was wondering about that, and now I think, again, I don't want to be talking negatives here, but I'm saying this in a lighthearted way, does this team maybe have a little bit of a split personality or something? Because, uh, you know, Northwestern is probably not going anywhere with all due respect 
and uh, Wisconsin's nationally ranked, and we lose to the first and, and beat the second. I live in New York, as some of you know, and uh, I saw the Texas game. That was, without question, one of the most enjoyable Illini performances I've ever seen. And the way that Terrence played in the overtime, he was a pro. Um, and, you know, then to come out and, you know, pull off those performances against Penn State and Northwestern, you know, hopefully it's in the past, um, you know, but, you know, I'm thrilled again today, and I just hope we get to see more of that rather than some of the other stuff. I'd love to hear you guys' response to that. Thanks for the, the call, a, Jeff. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point because that's that's been the case. That's you 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 win against UCLA. Uh, you know, obviously, they they lost that game to Virginia, but you beat Texas, and it felt like after that Texas game, where uh, most of us would feel like, hey, we're kind of on, we're trending upward, right? You're on the top of the world, and then you get punched in the mouth by by Penn State. I think this is the you know this is always the tough part with with new teams, with younger teams, with guys that are. You have to have someone, and this was Trent Frazier, this was Io DeSumo, where when you win a game like this, let's take the confidence that we should have that we can we can do this, but let's also say we're not satisfied. Like you, we, yeah, I, I thought there's probably an element of, of being satisfied after the Texas game, and then you're like, oh, yeah, Penn State, we just beat that. Oh, we're good. Mm-hmm. And then you get punched in there, and that's when you ride that roller coaster. So there has to be someone in that locker room that is reminding these guys like cool great like we expected to win today you heard dane danger in the after i think or before the game today or in practice yesterday was like no like we're winning tomorrow Mm -hmm. terrence shannon said it after the Shannon, yeah 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 we're gonna rattle off a few and now you back it up and and look ranked opponent at home yes you show up you play hard absolutely and going and to your point now I want to see it in Lincoln on a weekday where if you lose, it's going to feel really bad. And if you win, it's going to be business as usual. No one's going to throw you a parade because you win in Lincoln. You have to give consistent effort. And there has to be a, a just a not satisfied demeanor to them. And that's what they've had over the years. That's why they won a lot of games in the Big Ten. Because if you want to ride the roller coaster of, oh, we're good. No, oh, we're good. Because uh, the reality is you beat Wisconsin today by 10. They don't spot you 10 points in Lincoln. Like, yeah, go do it again. And and that's that's kind of the, the unwavering desire and, and toughness that you have to have. And I think they they're, they're I think I really do. I, I think they're starting to find it. And th- today was a, a good step forward. Yeah, the physical attributes will be there almost every day. If you're he- you're healthy, it'll be there. <laughs> It's the mental. What what are you carrying between the ears day in and day out? And I, I think we, we saw the difference here today. When when guys are, are locking in, the physical parts are there. They can hit the shots. You, you've seen that. It's it's sitting down and, and guarding and doing everything that it takes to win. And it's not it's not necessarily just taking charges and diving on the floor. It's just paying attention yeah. to the details. Well, I think the other thing too is I saw more emotion today channeled good emotion yeah. today than I have in the past month. And I, I, you know, there wasn't a ton to cheer about or celebrate in the last month, but I'm telling you, you play with emotion, that stuff is infectious and, and guys feed off of that. And part of when you go through struggles, when you go through this like month long lull that they went through, you start to develop this like desperation to not want to go back to that. And I think that that's another thing that this team might end up adopting is like, yeah, we're going to play our butts off because we don't want to feel the way we felt from whatever, December 10th to January 3rd. Like, we don't want to feel that again. And now they know what's required. They tried to do it their own way for a second, and you realize it doesn't work, <laughs> and you know what the formula is. And, man, I, I think this is it's a step in the right direction because we saw Vegas, and we saw, hey, no, this team can do some things. And we just wanted to see that again. Like, hey, are we going to see that again from this team? And and we did today. Illinois yet to win or lose back-to-back games this year. Followed every single loss with a win. 
and they get their first Big Ten win here today at the State Farm Center over Wisconsin. Let's pick out an MX Electrifying player of the game. MX Electric wants to be your electrician when you're in need of electrical service for both residential and commercial needs. Call 217-359-7293 to schedule your project, and remember, relax. Call Max. I'm a a, a little split on this one, and we've been getting texts, uh, making suggestions. probably lean towards the leading scorer and the guy that, that really set up a, a lot of the offense and Terrence Shannon Jr., but Coleman Hawkins hitting some hitting some threes really really swung the momentum here today. So I, I think you could go either way with one, one of those guys. Honorable mention, uh, Sincere Harris and, and his defense, I thought that also helped swing the momentum. Yeah, agreed. I, I'm going to go with Terrence. I know we, we can look at the 24 points, but I mentioned the – eating up space on ball screens, his pursuit on the glass towards the end of the game on those free throw blockouts. And um, it was funny because he was part of a group that missed a free throw blockout in the Mizzou game that led to the shooter getting his own rebound for a putback. So progress, right? <laughs> progress. And and other things that he did today too. I thought he was great defensively. Um, he played a complete game. And that's in, you know, when you're a guy that's a leader, of this team in production you're expected to do that every night and uh, the way you give yourself a best chance to get that production is through your effort and I thought his effort was tremendous Terrence Shannon Jr. already I I think he I should have looked at this stat he's he's the leading scorer on the Illini and he got back to business here today 24 points eight rebounds and he gets our MX electrifying player of the game Looking for help to Harris. Back to Hawkins. Passed on the three. Now to Shannon for the slam. Down the lane. Terrence Shannon Jr. with 10. There it is, our MX Electrifying Player of the Game. You can call in 217-356-9397 or text the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. We'll catch up on some of those after this break here on the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show. The conversation about today's game continues on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Join in by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217-356-9397, or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Hawkins, right wing. Three, thought about it, now dribbles in, gets it back to Sincere Harris, pass out top, Epps for three, good! Jaden Epps for three, the Illini lead by three, timeout Wisconsin. Cross-court pass, Hawkins, underhanded flip Melendez, back to Coleman for three, yes, he got it! Hey, this Coleman is- Hawkins, that's the best looking offense we've seen in a while. Voodoo magic. They run through the sets. Getting to some other options. I think that was also big. Working with the the group here for a week plus. Some familiarity throughout. As Illinois gets their first Big Ten win of the season here today over Wisconsin. You can call in. Heard the numbers from Gene there. Or you can text the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. Little rosier here today. Uh, shout out to Harris from the text line. Um, yeah, I, he, he's that dog. He is a dog indeed, as this texter said. Um, really, really brought the, the he brings the energy. Uh, miss, <laughs> there's another text that says, uh, if you shoot good, you look good. You shoot bad, you look bad. That That is also true. But uh, Illinois shot about 50% at the rim here today. There was a lot of missed layups. Sincere Harris missed a, a layup to, to start the game. He ends up with no points, but but everything he was doing, moving the ball, he was taking care of the ball, no turnovers, and, and shutting, not really shutting down Chucky Hepburn, but he, he just kind of got his there uh, after a, a while, hit some threes late. But uh, Sincere Harris has been big as he's moved into the starting lineup. He's been good, man. He's been good. Just, you know, like we always talk about with freshmen, there's peaks and valleys. And for him, probably more than most of the guys that he plays with out there, he's got a pretty simple job, right? <laughs> Whoever you're guarding, make their life miserable. And offensively, just help us get from point A to point B. You know, be a ball mover, be a cutter, 
crash the glass, be opportunistic with that. And that's it. And there's a lot of value in guys that can, that can, that are willing to play a simplified game. Everybody wants to have more, right? I want, I'm a starter now. I want more. He has just been the same sincere Harris mm-hmm. um, that we saw early in the season that, you know, the guy that earned that, that starting spot. Um, and that's been good, man. There's, there's really no surprise. I know, I know he was part of a pretty big run when you're part of an 11 0 run, you're the plus minus will mm-hmm. kind of shake in your favor a little bit, but there's also no surprise that he was on the court for that. Cause you know, we always go back. He's, when when he's in the game, he's the he's the point of attack defensively for for us, right? Like he's the first guy that you're dealing with when you cross half court, and that pushes offenses out. We talk about that Northwestern game. Illinois' offense was pushed out to 27 feet, and it messes up execution. And especially for a team that's so tactical, and cuts are so important, timing so important with what Wisconsin runs. Sincere Harris being able to blow that stuff up is threw off a lot of timing, and it's stuff that kind of goes overlooked um as you're watching the possessions but huge 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 effort from him today only one foul in 15 minutes for sincere harris and as a whole the line i only 14 fouls here today and wisconsin did not hit their free throws they came in as a, a really good free throw shooting team and and they were not dialed in from there uh texter talking about coleman and meyer kind of coexisting on, on the floor together and that kind of goes back to the do you play dane danger more do you not and and again i i think this is the balance it, game script's gonna determine a lot of it but 20 25 maybe if you got a real small mouse in the house 30 minutes out of dane danger but it, it, it's gonna be a mix of both the the small lineup and the big lineup it's going to be 20 to 22 minutes. Today was probably a little bit more, but it's going to be 20 to 22, maybe 24, I guess, like today, minutes for Danger. Um, and the reason for that is just, man, he's just been so good defensively. And, and some of that's going to be game script. If Coleman has it going like he does today, maybe that's a little bit less for a guy like Dane. But uh, for the most part, I thought he did his job today. Uh, I thought he was made some decisive post moves. He just didn't quite finish. And I also think too, like I said on pregame, he's you know he's going to have the ability if they start doubling him to start playing the cat and mouse game. Like like Zach Eady's mastered it. Granted, Zach Eady's been in college; he's been double teamed fifty thousand times. So you know when you have guys that are coming over to double, he had a, he had a chance to do it in the first half when they were helping from the ball side. You know when you catch that ball in the post, you know that double's coming on the dribble. Just dribble, knowing that you're going to pass it. Dribble, they're going to run over and then kick it back out, and then maybe you create some rotation. You give an open look and. He can start playing that game, and he's gonna he's gonna see more of it. So I think he's gonna have more opportunities for it. Yeah, I really I, I like that one. He, you saw the double team coming. He tried to dribble through it. He turns over the ball. It might have been the next possession, maybe a couple possessions more. He does the exact same thing, except for he finds Jaden Epps yep. standing at top of the key, and and he hits the three. Yeah, Dane Danger six rebounds, huge for Illinois. Did he have any blocks here today? Three. He had three blocks. Yeah, three blocks. No steals, 24 minutes for the big man, and Illinois gets to win. More texts here on the Castle Heating Coin text line. Um, just kind of Hawkins, Hawkins' position. The, he, I don't know. I, I think hitting hitting shots has changed things. He's had these looks in the past. It's just he, he's passed them up or been out of. He's been five feet further out. He tends to shoot the long threes here this year, but. Uh, a, a, a lot of confidence, I, I think, in his shot was a big difference today for him. Well, yeah, he ended up shooting a lot of long threes because, you know, the reality with Coleman is that he's not going to be able to create uh, threes that are much closer to the three-point arc without his teammates. That's And that's what you saw today. I mean, he got a lot of his looks today from Terrence just being surgical in ball screen coverages and getting his guy to commit and kick back and pick and pop opportunities. And I, you could tell, like I was sitting there on my couch, that first three that he took when he just caught it, no hesitation. I'm like, that's in man. Like he, he, when you're not thinking it's like golf. I mean, any of the listeners right now that play golf, I mean, how good of a golfer are you when you're thinking about <laughs> your shot and thinking about shot? No, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to duck hook into the, <laughs> into the woods. That's just how it works. And when you're not thinking, 
you, you tend to be better. And I, I didn't think Coleman was, was getting caught up in, should I pass? Should I? It was, man, I know who I am. I'm Coleman Hawkins. I'm a really good player. There's a reason why I'm highly touted in terms of being on NBA draft boards. And I'm going to play that way. And, and that's, that's what you need from him every game. And he's another guy, his emotion today and huddling guys up. And uh, Terrence was doing the same thing. And I get it. They're 18 to 22 year olds. They tend to do more of that when things are going well for them. But this should tell you, man, Hey, whether or not we're winning, losing good game for me, bad game for me. Like I still got to be that guy. Cause I thought that made a big difference today. So, um, you know, you hope Coleman can kind of bottle this up and trust in who he is, trust the kind of player he is. And, um, not try to do as much in terms of throwing the ball around. And um, I, I know one of the callers was wanting Coleman to go to the basket more. I, I don't think he, he should be doing his work on the offensive glass around the rim. Those, those entry passes where he can just shoot a quick floater, turn around and threes. Like he doesn't need to be dri- going off a dribble, splitting gaps. He doesn't have to do that. And, and this team's good enough to not rely on him to do that. So I, I'm just really impressed with him today and, and, something he can certainly build off of. 20 points on 6 of 9 shooting from 3 for Coleman Hawkins, 5 rebounds as well, 1 assist in 33 minutes for the junior forward. We've got more texts to get to. If you want to call us, you can with your thoughts, 217-356-9397. Still got to pick out a Tantman's towing play of the game, our keys to the game, plenty to go here on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Oh. Yeah, it's just trusting it. You know, it's just trusting that that if you run it, you, you're going. To, it's going to help you get a shot, mm-hmm. and and then when you you shoot shots in rhythm, and 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 out of the flow of the offense, that ball goes in. Right. Mm-hmm. And you combine that with playing really hard on the defensive side, and the ball finds a way. And we we call it having energy. The ball has energy, and it finds a way to go in that basket. Mm-hmm. And but um, we're getting better offensively, and and that showed today. I mean, you score 80 against. You know, a team that defensively leads a, leads a lot of the Big Ten in categories, steals, and, yeah. um, you know, the most important thing for us are turnovers. We didn't have very many. We had two at half, and, yeah. and, and we turned it over a little bit. Uh, uh, you know, Jaden had a couple, but that's we'll, we'll, we'll grow out of that. And, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I thought we were, uh, we were really good. Jaden was really, really good today. He had a great first half, but our ball movement was great. And, uh, like I said, really uh, – I think we grew, we we made some improvement today. There's head coach Brad Underwood after the game talking about offensive flow working for Illinois here as they get their first Big Ten win of the season over Wisconsin. Fasteners etc. Post game show here on News Talk 1400 93.9 FM WDWS Champaign Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign Urbana. Evan Kahn, Mike Latulip with you. Kathy Reiser helping out behind the scenes. If you want to ring in, 217-356-9397. Some thoughts coming in on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. A couple folks asking about R.J. Melendez. And he's had some struggle with the shot here. I was quickly trying to go back through game logs. Really all season hasn't hasn't really found a consistent shot, but he's continuing to, to shoot them. And I, I think especially on the defensive end today, I, I think what Brad liked what he was seeing out of him, played 24 minutes and grabbed six boards as well. Yep, uh, that's That last part was key. His effort on the glass was, was great. And if, you know, if I'm that staff or if I'm his teammate, yo, RJ, you get a lick of space, shoot the ball. Don't even just shoot the ball. And I, I thought there were about three shots in the first half that he took were even if you know one and a half of them were contested i was like that's what i want to see like he is that good of a shooter i i, I think i mentioned it on the post game show after northwestern i went to the shoot around <laughs> when i was there for the bethune cookman game like that dude is a miss and 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 they did such a good job in that shoot around of just like feeding him with energy like yes sir rj yes every time man and everybody goes through slumps i mean peyton sanford is one of the best shooters in the big 10 and going into that indiana game the other night he had played three big 10 conference game and was 0 for 19 (laughs) 
from three. So it happens to everybody. It's just guys deal with it in different ways. And the guys that are two to maybe five attempts a game have to really be tough and have to really separate each shot into its own shot and not just say, oh, my God, like, I just I went over one. I might only get one left. Like I, I got to make this one because once you start pressing, like it's it's hard to shoot the ball. So he's just got to be a guy that has to feel the wind at his back every time he shoots it and understand he's a good shooter and let it fly. Yeah, and he hit, hit his free throws when he got fouled late. So you like to see that two of two from the line had two assists as well. I think one of them was pretty fancy. Might have already played it to Coleman Hawkins. It was a, a really good three-man game there on the wing. Um, so, yeah, there's a, a little bit on R.J. Melendez. And also had some texts uh, about the turnovers. And Brad kind of touched on it there. Kind of chalked those up to, to freshman mistakes. and Because the turnovers as a whole weren't all that bad here today. I mean, you had 10 turnovers. I Look, you. I know they had two turnovers in the first half, but... You know the the leading team in the country. And this is just off the top. I mean, I don't I don't know for sure, but they're usually around nine to ten. Wisconsin's to 10. Wisconsin's ranked fifth right now, and they're like nine point five or whatever. Yeah, the TV they're flag. usually right there. So look, you have two. It's just not like basketball doesn't work that way. You don't have two turnovers in the first half, and it's like we're gonna have four for the game. <laughs> Great, like that. That's not how it works. Like there, eventually, there's gonna be some regression, and water's gonna find its level. You just don't want them to be the ones that kill you or the ones that are pick sixes i know chucky hepburn got loose on a couple of those those are the ones you can't have dead ball turnovers turnovers that are maybe you know moving screen things that are with physicality or aggression like those are the ones that you can take but the the mistakes in the press um you know freshman stuff obviously it's a it wasn't a great pass from jay neps on on one of those but um 10 turnovers i think overall you gotta be pretty pleased with yeah, pick, speaking of pick sixes, let's pick out our Tapman's towing play of the game. Car won't start after the game. Call 217-328-2424 for the most trusted roadside service in downstate Illinois. Tapman's towing or online at tapmanstowing.com. And Illinois really can – they played the Wisconsin and held the Badgers at arm's length for most of the second half. But there was a run there – towards the middle where Illinois was hitting threes and they were getting turnovers on the defensive end. And I thought Terrence Shannon Jr.'s pick six that turned into a dunk and and you felt the energy in the crowd and on the bench too. And from Terrence after he made the finish on the other end, it was like, okay, this, this thing is over for sure. And uh, I, I thought that was the, the play of the game for me. Agreed. Yeah. I think the, you know, that, that run specifically was, was great and i think the another play that sticks out to me um and you might have mentioned it but uh you know the quick swing from coleman terrence catches it on the run from the top of the key and just goes right down broadway for a finish like that is you know that's it was kind of all tied together on one possession right we want coleman being decisive right check we want terrence being aggressive and assertive and getting downhill he catches it on the run doesn't even give the defense time to rotate check like that is that to me, I think that was it's probably eye opening for all. I'm like, man, when we, when we move this thing and we try to get into the paint, really good things happen. So I thought that was another one that was um, at a at a big juncture in the game and uh, kind of kept the kept them at bay. Yeah. So we will give our MX electrifying player of the game also the Tapman's towing play of the game here on the Fasteners etc. Post game show. Carter Gilmore around a pick of Seijin trying to get free. The freshman in the lane, bad pass. Stolen by Shannon. Hello. Slam dunk. Shannon with the slam. And it brings the State Farm Center crowd to its feet. Oh, brought them to their feet. Feet is that last word there that got cut off. Terrence Shannon Jr. leading the game with 24 points. Coleman Hawkins with 20. Illinois wins by 10. More to come here on the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show. It's the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show. You can weigh in on today's game by calling the First State Bank Illini Fan Line, 217-356-9397. Or texting the Castle Heating and Cooling Text Line, 217-351-5357. Looking for help to Harris. Back to Hawkins. Passed on the three. Down to Shannon for the slam. Down the lane, Terrence 
Shannon Jr. with 10. Yeah, there was that other slam by Terrence Shannon that put Illinois up four, end up winning by 10, got up by as many as 15 there in the second half. And Illinois has a win in the Big Ten. Fasteners, etc. postgame show. Michael Tulip, Evan Kahn with you. Uh, Tater doesn't want to call in from D-Land, but he says he's listening. You can call in if you want, 217-356-9397. Still some texts here on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Um, I had one that I was going to read, and I don't remember which one it was. Uh, others still coming in on uh, Harris saying that he bothered Chucky Hepburn. Uh Sincere disrupted the Badgers' offense. Yeah, and they were they they were kind of searching for that guy when they switched up the defense. You, and everybody's you know going over screens. You're not switching anymore. You've you kind of got to be tenacious on it. And there there was a, a switch that I really liked. I think it was between Harris and, and Epps on the wing in the second half, and it ended up paying off. They had a guy there to to block the shot, but uh, that that's what also comes with switching to this defense is. You have to be engaged. You can't be playing chase on the defensive end because that's what leads to open shots and guys getting open lanes downhill. Right. And look, you're always going to have to emergency switch in, in certain situations. So I think that's part of it where you you rep switching for so long that the emergency switching becomes second nature because you you know had that as your defensive scheme for a little while. But I I think you're seeing now when you do play this kind of more fight over the top chase down screen like one you can be more personnel based hey you know this is Terrence Shannon like you you heard Underwood at one point say hey after Epps got back down Terrence you got him now you're guarding Chucky Hepburn mm-hmm. and Terrence takes on that assignment you can be a little more engaged because like hey that my job is to stop Chucky Hepburn and I think there's just something to that where it's not just switching and kind of everybody has everybody and you can't really dial in on one thing and um but you're forced to have to fight through screens you're for you can't just like point that's what i saw a lot of with switching right mm-hmm. like point take him take him and there's really like no actual engagement to to what they were doing it's when it was good it was good when it was bad it was bad at least now i think you can have a higher floor defensively because you're funneling everything into dane and dane's just been so good in that drop coverage and forcing tough shots around the rim yeah, that was a, another text that, that kind of got lost down here a little bit, talking about uh, Coleman being matched up with Kroll there in, in the second half, and, and he had a quiet first half against Dane, but uh, a bigger second half ended up with, with 20 points, 18 of those coming in the second half. And guessing it's kind of a, a little bit of that trade-off that, that you've got to have, kind of like when you bring in Sincere, you know you're not going to quite get the matchups you want on, on the offensive end. On the defensive end, Coleman... He's a a more slender five guy in the Big Ten that's got a, some some beefy boys down down low. Yeah, that was that's what makes Coleman valuable though. Is I do think he can hold his own uh, on some of those five men, and then conversely, he becomes a really tough mashup mm-hmm. for those five men, especially the Stephen Crowles of the world that are going to sit and drop coverage. And if Coleman can get loose and and pop, then he's going to get some of the looks that he got tonight. So uh, it's part of what makes that Coleman and Dane uh, marriage good, especially mm-hmm. when they're on the floor, but even when they're off the floor, they can kind of pick and choose in terms of what the, the game calls for in terms of what they what they want to dial up and who they want to put in there. And uh, some folks asking uh, uh, about the couple guys that uh, you're, you're waiting to see play this year in, in orange and blue. Still no update on Luke Goody. Last I heard, he's, he's out of the walking boot, but that's really all we've heard. And as, as far as in the mid-season addition that seemed like it was more of a let's get the body on campus kind of like getting football recruits in at the spring so that they're ready for fall getting him here on campus this winter so that he's ready to go next fall yeah Perrin wasn't like a hey we got reinforcements coming in it was just more of we're treating this as pre-work uh you know these freshmen came in may this year um the the illini freshman and now you get a guy that comes in in late december uh you have a whole half a season for him to understand how things work it's it's getting up to speed this isn't the international game this is college basketball in the states and practice is probably different and 
Uh, it's probably a little less free flowing than it is internationally. And you may be running less sets than you ran internationally. And um, so, you know, it's just, it's dealing with that. And, and I think this is going to be, this is valuable, valuable time for him to pick up on the system. And I do think that, you know, it may not be this year, but in the years to come, he's going to be a guy that's just going to be a factor because of his versatility and, and, and what he, what he brings to the team. Ideally, Illinois can run away with some games and maybe he'll sneak in there at the end for a, a couple minutes just to get his feet wet. But uh, I, I, I think if anything with Sky going out, it forces you to tighten up the rotation and guys take on a, a, a bigger load. And that that may be a positive what came out of today. Saw 30 minutes from Shannon, 30 minutes from Hawkins, Epps nearly 30 minutes. Guys just kind of settling in 30 minutes from from Meyer as well of course staying on the floor and not getting in foul trouble helps with, with that as well but uh the, the the tighter rotation I think was a good look for Illinois well I think too the look at the way this game played out today I think this is this kind of has to be the formula for this Illinois team I think if you're Coleman Hawkins and Terrence Shannon you got to be really good every game you just have to and really good doesn't have to be 20 and 24. <laughs> But really good just has to be your effort and your the emotion that you're playing with and how dialed you, you you are into everything. And if you're Matthew Meyer, it's, hey, you know, I can get six rebounds and three assists and be a factor offensively without having to force things. If I'm Ty Rogers, even if I have to play 14 minutes, uh, I may only score two points, but I got, you know, I got three rebounds for you. I got effort for you. RJ Melendez, it's going to be in, in spurts, right? He may make some shots. He may not make some shots, but six rebounds, two assists, no turnovers. We need that from you every night. And then Jay Neps, like it's gonna have to be Hawkins, Epps, Shannon, and Meyer. Like those are gonna have to be the guys that are scoring consistently. And and I think the games where Dane pops and RJ pops, like that's when you're really, really winning games. And that's when you're becoming even harder to guard and even harder to play against and beat. So um I, I just I just like the makeup of this game today because I think this is this is kind of how this this Illinois team is gonna really uh, string together some wins here. That's a good way to lead into our keys to the game brought to you by Game Day Spirit, the best selection of University of Illinois apparel, and brought to you by Hickory Point Bank with roots right here in our Champaign-Urbana community, Hickory Point Bank Invested. You kind of said it there. I'm going to go back to what I, I said in the pregame, and, and guys didn't try to do the most today. They just paid attention to the details, took care of what they needed to. I, I thought on the defense, you didn't see as many miscues, guys getting open looks. It was Wisconsin making shots a, a lot of the time, and then on offense, you just keep running through the system you don't have to take a step back jumper or, or force yourself and don't get a foul call you just trust in everything you, you keep doing what is asked of you and it's going to lead to good things like a 10 point win at home here today yeah and you that's a really good point because not only did they do those things it worked <laughs> that's that's the most important important part is it worked and now, if you're the staff, you're kind of feeling probably feeling a little bit vindicated in a way where you're like, man, we've been preaching this. Trust each other. Trust the system. Trust you know, our spread concepts. You know, immerse yourself in these in the defensive end. And this is what can happen today. And I guarantee you that locker room today, there's there's some guys nodding their head like, yeah, you know what? That felt good. I want to feel this more than what we felt in Evanston or what we felt at home against Penn State or down in St. Louis. So, um, Man, a lot to build on, obviously, but the the biggest, you know, the biggest thing today was that they did all those things, and it worked. <laughs> those are our keys to the game, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Game Day Spirit. Coming up towards the end here, if you want to get your thoughts in on the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show. Yeah, it's just trusting it. You know, it's, we got him off some screens. We got him downhill. He didn't force. Uh, anything. I thought he got fouled a couple of times. Yeah. Um, I, I'm frustrated because you know he's he's we, they're they're calling those on us, but we we don't seem to get he doesn't seem to get those, and yet he's one of the still one of the top leaders in the country in, in drawing fouls and mm -hmm. and and getting to the line. But uh, uh, but his defense is is king. All that his defense was is, is elite. He's a, he's maybe one of the best on ball defenders uh, in our league. You know, Great. at six six two twenty and. Uh, you know, then getting out and uh, getting a steal and tearing the rim down. And but you know, he's uh, you know, he had a nice pull up tonight. 
uh, hit a three, you know, and then those are all things that, that allow TJ to be an all-league caliber player. There's Brad Underwood talking about Terrence Shannon Jr.'s performance here today. Game high, 24 points in Illinois' win over Wisconsin. Coming up towards the end here on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show, if you want to call in 217-356-9397 or text the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. I'd say the biggest difference here today was that I didn't overthink it. I got rid of any superstition that I've held with Illinois sports this year. We went with the Cubs shirt. We went with just the white Jays. No, no orange, no blue. We're just taking care of business here today. So I think that might have been a, a, a little bit of a key, but they don't. They don't care. Doing what God's I do. work. Yeah. Doing God's work. Evan, that's outstanding. But a texter is wondering. Probably the the biggest difference between now and what we've seen over the last month was just the, the offensive flow and texts are wondering what's leading to more driving lanes and open looks from three. Well, it's a game of like milliseconds, right? The, those It's amazing how quickly those gaps close when you don't make quick decisions. So when Coleman Hawkins doesn't think twice, swings the ball to Terrence Shannon, Terrence Shannon tight curls off of a screen, able to deliver passes like, all those little things, those little milliseconds are what what creates those driving lanes. And the second you pass fake, because like maybe you want to hold on to the ball for a second, or the second that ball sticks, boom, they're right back into the gaps. They're right back into, you know, their their defensive structure. So um that is the difference. And I, I'll tie it all back into what I said earlier. When you pass the ball with no guarantee you'll get it back, when you cut with no guarantee that you'll get it, when you, you know, when you slice to the rim when you go up and set a screen knowing that you might not get the pop or you know that's that's playing basketball that's doing it without um you know conditions or uh guarantees like i said so that's the difference and i think you you start to see that them getting downhill creating more i guess better looks from the outside they'll shoot a higher percentage just how it works more decisive action from illinois here today in their win a small shout out i mean like we said earlier, I, I, th- I think everybody I, c- can go home and say that they played a, a pretty good game today. And I think Ty Rogers seeing one go through the ho- the hoop was going to help. Uh, y- y- we always see him. He's that guy who's able to grab the rebound and push it in transition, and he's trying to get everybody involved, and the shot's going to fall. I think you saw that with his it, – it didn't go down as a three. It looks pretty close to a three. But he thought about it for a second, thought about it, and then he shot it, and things mm-hmm. happen. But he got downhill on, on one of them, and, and I think we can play that highlight uh, coming up here. But uh, I, I think he, he's finding his way, too. Yeah, he's going to continue to be a factor. And who knows? Once Luke Goody comes back, someone's minutes are going to be stolen. So the, the time that he has now is is very, very uh, crucial for him to to be able to say, hey, I can be trusted on in, in minutes and Big Ten play and just because of his effort, right? His effort on the glass. Uh, he, he's not a ball stopper. Uh, he'll guard. He, he, you know, he'll put his chest into you defensively. He'll box out. Like all the, those are little things that when you have talent on a team, you need guys to kind of round off the edges a little bit. And that's, that's what Ty Rogers does. So, I mean, that's kind of like what Luke Goody did last year. I know they're different. Luke Goody's obviously more of a shooter, but Luke Goody helped that team immensely because of all the stuff he did kind of around the edges. So, um, you know, I'm excited to see his progression because ultimately, you know, Ty's a guy that as you continue to grow and you want to develop in year one, year two, year three, that's, you want to see progression. So, um, you know, today should give him a little bit of confidence because he was trusted. He played 14 minutes, and I thought he, I thought he did a good job. Last call. You want to get your thoughts in on this Illinois win? You can do so here. Coming up. This is why we talk about Cole. Coleman's an elite shooter. Mm-hmm. Not a good shooter. He's an elite shooter, mm-hmm. and that's why we want. We always talk about him shooting the basketball. And you know, we got some put him in some pick and pop situations, and and uh, you know, Coleman can rip off screens. Um, you know, and, and he was he was outstanding. And there's Brad Underwood talking about Coleman Hawkins. Not a career high in terms of points, but arguably probably 
one of his best shooting days in an Illinois uniform, going 6 of 9 from deep, finishing with 20 points, 5 rebounds in 33 minutes for Illinois' win. Last call here on the Fasters, etc. post-game show. I'm Evan Kahn. That is Michael Tulip. Thank you, Kathy Reiser, for coming in and helping us out behind the scenes tonight. There's texters singing your praises. Yeah, we are kind of the, that jumping-off point for analysts here on the Fasteners etc. post-game show. Trent Meacham on the TV here today. Mike, I, I know you're here, there, and everywhere breaking down Illinois games <laughs> after the game here with us and during the week at other places as well. So we always appreciate that and your your insight and the way you're able to communicate it. I was talking with a, a buddy. Sucks don't get to listen listen to Robbie Hummel on the TV call because I'm listening to the best radio crew in the biz during the games with Brian and Dion. But uh, Robbie has a, a way of breaking the da- game down from a basketball perspective. But it's to the crowd and not a condescending way. It's a way to explain it, and I, I think you do it uh, a very similar job to, to that of just being able to to break it down in words that, that people will, will understand, but it's not like, here, I, I'm here to, to teach you how to play the game. So we, we, cool. thank, we thank you for, for coming on after games. Man, I, that's that means a lot. And look, this is any opportunity that I get to be able to talk about a game that I'm just extremely passionate about and care deeply about because i've just learned so many lessons from it uh that's it's kind of i guess it's kind of a way of giving back to to the game and this has always been fun you've you've made this such a blast and um i i know i'm i, I was on the radio broadcast the other night you hear me pre-game post-game I, obviously i do some stuff with with jeremy werner as well and i just at sometimes i'm like man I, people gotta be sick of me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but i am i am super appreciative of of the opportunity. I, I never want a time to go by where I don't thank you guys for allowing me to come, come chat, come hang out. No, that's pro- and that's probably the, the biggest thing is that, that we all love Illinois basketball uh, about the same. So, so we, we understand the, the emotions behind it and you, you, you care about doing a good job and we thank you for doing a good job. Uh, a couple more texts here before we wrap up on the post game show. Two and seven texter says body language was better. Yeah. Oh, Ad, yeah. Attitude, the, again, time. things that, that you can control, and, and winning helps with that as well, helps out here on, on the post-game show. We have a better time after wins, and, and guys feel a little better and have a little more fun when, when they're winning, and uh, they, they had that from the jump, uh, I think, uh, and yeah, I mean, it's huge. It's Again, sometimes stuff goes beyond X's and O's. It does, it does, but you could see that you know, I, I mentioned infectious earlier, right? I get that you're maybe celebrating or showing emotion because something positive happened, but oftentimes that emotion and celebrating each other can lead to more positive things. I mean, that's just, that's, that's the ripple effect, right? When you're not so consumed with yourself and what's going on with you, uh, that's the best way to distract yourself. Um, everybody wants to do well. Everybody wants to set themselves up for the future. Uh, but man, I think these guys are, are learning a lesson of when you pour yourself into others, all that stuff that you want to achieve, it's just, you know, it'll, it'll come back to you. It's, it's never a direct line. It's never linear. So that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about when I say that I've learned so many lessons from this game, because at some point in my career, I was that guy, you know, I was like, man, dude, this is not going well for me. And to be able to learn the lesson of like, Hey, you know what? I'm gonna check and see how you know how's Maver- how's Maverick Morgan doing. Let me check in on Matt, right? Let me check in on Nana. Let me check in on Tracy. Let me check in on Ray. And then all of a sudden, you're like everything that you're so fixated on kind of starts coming back to you. And it's not you just trying to like drill a hole into it. It's just hey, let me just take a second, take a step back. Who needs me, right? Like who can I pick up? Who can I? And it, that's that's how you raise a team up because everyone's raising each other up. So that's step forward today. Step forward today. That's for sure. Yeah, and the the last text just after that said exactly that. Trust guys trusted the system. I think they trusted each other. They trust the process. Know that I put in the correct energy in the right ways. 
we can win this game because the the, the talent's still there. I, I, I mean, and, and that's where the frustration comes is because this team is so talented and you lose to yeah. Northwesterns and Penn States and you struggle against this and, and that. And you put it all together and you, you come away with wins in the Big Ten. Right, last thing I'll say, I think the funny thing about this team is that we went from October or November and the two frequent words we used were like length and versatility and now the one frequent word we're using is trust and it's you know that's how it works man that's how it works so I think if they continue to do that they're you know you got 16 more Big Ten games and there's you can always put yourself in a position to make a move especially with this much time left so you got a good chance here in Lincoln yeah this is a step in the right direction still a long ways to go and you can trust that We'll be right back here for the Fasteners Etc. postgame show after all of them. And that next one will be next week against Nebraska, 8 o'clock tip on Tuesday. We'll get going at 6. Don't forget about the women tomorrow at noon headed to Columbus to take on number 3 Ohio State. You can hear that here on DWS. But uh, we'll be back with the men's team, see if they can put two together two wins in a row together here in the Big Ten and we thank you Mike for hanging out and breaking it down with us thank you to everybody who called in who texted in who's just listening along we appreciate it and thank you once again to Kathy Reiser for helping out behind the scenes all right we'll talk to you next week enjoy the weekend Illinois got the win push all that other stuff away go have some fun News Talk 1400 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5 good night The preceding program was an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations.